Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful host, Joel McDonald. That is me. And as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you? Good, sir. Joel, new year, same us. Oh, yeah, pretty Oh yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's, um, oh, man. Look, I'm just going to straight out apologize just off the bat. Like, I'm just going to do it. Because, like, it's been a while, um, and it's pretty much my fault. Uh, but there's been a lot of shit happening. There's <laughs> been a Joel, lot of stuff happening at the moment. You don't need to apologize. You have lots of good reasons. Yeah. And more than anything... Obviously, for those who aren't aware, this is our Game of the Year episode. Yes. And I just want to get excited about how good the games were last year. Whilst also, we might as well acknowledge it here, bad for making games. Yeah. And this year, still bad for making games. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. shit sucks. In the short amount of time that this year has been occurring, it's... Pretty much not like Rat managed to knock up half of the set. Like, total layoffs for last year was about 10,600. We're like over 5,000 now. So yeah. we're on track for it to be monumentally worse. So fuck, that sucks. Yeah, it's awful. And if for some reason you are listening to <laughs> this and you are affected, like our hearts, minds, souls, anything, go out to you and we wish you all the best um, in, in the coming months and on your, your future endeavours. And hopefully you can recover from this. So um, because we love you, we do. We love you, we respect you, we respect all the things that you do. Because video games are fucking cool, and the people who make them are fucking cool. And the people who are in charge of the people who make the video games kind of suck. The, the <laughs> ones who would decide, oh, yeah. I'd like an extra zero on that, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, th- those people, into the bin. Yeah. <laughs> in the bin. In the bin. In the bin. Just a couple of them make them, no, actually all of them in the bin, make them accountable. Fucking, yeah. Goddamn. Anyway. Um, but yeah, like as you said, Karen, this is our Game of the Year episode. We're going to talk about our Game of the Year stuff. And again, like, I apologize. It's been really hard to try and pull together and make some, some, some cool shit like I like to do. So, um, this is going to be a bit of an OG Game of the Year episode. Which I think last year's was as well, I believe. I think it was. Yeah. Well, um, did we even do one last year? No, we, we were, didn't. We did one of story mode. We did story mode stuff last year. Which so. I managed to, re- I managed not rig, but like convince That's everyone right. to vote for Elden Ring. That's right. Yeah. The true goatee for that year. I mean, I was going to vote for it anyway, but... No, I'm fairly certain you're ready to swap to Ragnarok at the end. But I, Elden Ring was, had the numbers. It was recency bias as well. But, oh, I mean, Ragnarok's really good, though. <laughs> not as good as Elden Ring, though. And I'll say it. I don't care what anyone says. I don't know. Do I have the regretio on this? I'm like, Too no, bad. I don't. doesn't matter. Hey, they're both really good video games. They are both very good video games. Very, very good. Elden Ring's better. <laughs> it's okay. Where's that fucking DLC from? Where's that DLC? I was honestly super worried. We'll probably talk about it a bit after we do our Game of the Year stuff. Mm. The state of play, if it was freshly dropped this morning, and mm-hmm. we are recording this episode on the evening of the first state of play for the year from Sony, I was like, oh god, if Shadow, if the Shadows of the Earth Tree DLC shows up here and the rumour that it is coming out later in Feb is true, I am screwed. Yeah. Because I have to decide between that and Rebirth. Well, I mean, yeah. Just... Just, and, and like, choosing to play the Elden Ring DLC will require some Elden Ring time. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, unless I'm directly playing a From Software game, I'm definitely, like, leaning back in the chair. Oh, man. Yeah, like... you got to get yourself back in that mindset, so I'm begging From Software for some notice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, imagine if they just shadow drop that shit. Don't, because 
that's and, what the rumors say. And this is the thing. And the like, controls are popping up and everything. And this is the thing we have. We've had an Xbox presentation already. Mm-hmm. We've had a Sony presentation yep. already. So are from software just going to be like? Here's a trailer. Are they Potentially. Are, are they are they getting to like rock star levels now where I mean, they're just like Elden they can Ring, do whatever the fuck they want? Elden Ring sold so many copies. Yeah. It sold so many copies. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we are at that rock star level where they're just like Like the, the rumors suggest, but like this is DLC one of at least two. So like I yeah. don't know. Shit. I don't know what's all I'm asking from software is like give me a few weeks' notice. Okay. Yeah. It's like and don't do it in Feb because I'm playing Persona. Yeah. And don't do it in March because I'm playing Final Fantasy VII. And don't do it in April because I'll probably be playing Dragon's Dogma. But yeah. I actually I do it. In April. I can drop Dragon's Dogma for Elden Ring. I'll do it. That's fair. I can come back to Dragon's Dogma. I can't skip Elden Ring. That's fair. Sorry, Brendan. Um, but yeah. Uh, so we're looking forward to things. We've got lots of fun things to look forward to. Hopefully. <sighs> Some good, better news for the people who make the video games. Touch on wood. Mm, yep. Knocking on my head. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but in, in the meantime, let's talk about let's talk about the games of 2023. There were so many. There were so, so many. many good ones. There were so many. And we have decided to do a, a top five each. Yes. I've got a feeling they're going to be very similar. I'm actually very interested because like, yeah. I already know there's a few games that you played or at least liked more than I did. So I'm very curious to see how these fight. I mean, I think obvious i mean top two will probably be roughly the same if not the same i'm pretty sure but the rest of the games i'm very interested to hear yeah yeah it's um yeah i i think how should we just jump into it would you want to do you want to kick us off with your do you want to go in reverse order from yeah I'll, I'll go reverse order um and yeah so how, i guess how we're going to do this is we're just going to run through the games like i'll say my five and then you'll say your five mm-hmm. and then we'll just discuss each of them at length yeah i think that's a good way to do it i like it um current take it away give us your top five games of 2023 Easy. I mean, not easy. Like, so the lot, number five. Number yeah. five was actually a game that wasn't in my top five initially. But when I sat down to like start writing out my my stuff for it, mm-hmm. from when we were originally going to do like um, recorded stuff, how I usually do changes is like if I can't, if I'm writing about a game, I'm like struggling to think of the next sentence. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. So my number five. That's good. Is Resident Evil Four Remake. <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting. Cool. I mean, I'm we'll, not we'll, ta- we'll, we'll get to it, but like, it, it just felt right. Yep. Uh, number four, Dredge. Incredible game. Number three was Baldur's Gate 3. Number two, <laughs> Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. And gosh golly, number one, Alan Wake 2. Probably surprising no one because I was saying it back in December. I was just, this is my game of the year, just letting you all know. So yeah, unsurprisingly, that's how it shook out. Yeah. Okay. Well, look. I'm going to preface this by saying, like, the honourable mentions... I have a long yeah, list of honourable mentions. The honourable mentions is where I'm... I, 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 I are just as important as the top five, but... We'll get to those. Yeah. I, when I thought about the games that, like, left an impact, it was a, it was a lot of, like, AAA stuff, really. And, um... I don't know. Like, I... I, I, I feel bad of being like like such an indie game supporter. Well, and no, it's see, but, and I look, I hear you, Joel, because mm. I have tried to include more indies in my list in the years as I've as I've gone by, and even this year I tried to, but like the triple A's would, and it's just like not that anyone's better than the other, not necessarily, but like when I was thinking about the games that I was truly obsessed with, I'm like, man, they were all the big guns. Yeah, that, like yeah, Dredge, Dredge, an indie indie game, and Larian, like are a large-scale studio, but I would say they're not quite AAA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, obviously, like, you know, Zelda... And even even Remedy. Remedy, uh... That's true, yeah. Like, they, 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 get to, they secured 
funding for this through Epic. So yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would put them in like the double A category yeah. with Larian, I think, as well. Yeah, I think yeah. It's yeah. like, and I don't think that's a. No, no, that's not a derogatory no, no, no. term, but I think that's, I consider that's the like level the, the AAA is like you know the Activisions, but all the first party stuff yeah. from the publishers, and exactly. like Nintendo and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that's just me trying to justify my list. <laughs> yeah, and me as well because just, okay, I have a lot of indies I would love to heap, heap praise on though. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my top five in reverse order from number five to number one, I've got Baldur's Gate three, number five, um, Marvel's Spider Man two. At number four. Um, at number three, I've got Hi-Fi Rush. And then number two, Tears of the Kingdom. Number one, Alan Wake 2. So, like, not to downplay those, but, like, those were the top two. Like, they were always going to be the top two. Especially for, for us two as yes. well. Um, the interesting thing that I want to kick off the discussion with is um, I had a change of heart last night. Yeah, so what was the one that changed for you? So I originally had Spider-Man 2 at three, and I had Hi-Fi Rush at four. And as I was writing out my little, like, descriptions and stuff like that and, like, recording them, I was like, nah, nah. Like, every time I think about Hi-Fi Rush, I'm just going to jump to number three. Like, like it, but, like, every time screw I think, the order. Yeah, but, like, every time I think about Hi-Fi yeah, Rush, yeah. it just brings such a big fucking smile yeah. to my face. That's fair. And I hear the soundtrack and it introduced me to some other songs that I really enjoy now. Um, and it's... And again, I think like doing my little piece with uh, with Jesse for Love Letters uh, for his uh, like end of the year game of the year celebration. Go listen to it, by the way. Yes, if excellent. you haven't already, like it, it's been out for a few weeks, but definitely go check it out. It's real good. We are both there amongst a lot of very good company. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's really good, and like I mean, Jesse does fucking amazing yeah, work over there. Ridiculous. That podcast it's... itself, go follow that podcast. It's fucking awesome. Um, and. Yeah, I I did a, like a little like five minute segment with him about Hi Fi Rush for that, and uh, yeah, man, like it it just sort of cemented how much of a everything about that game should not have worked. It like like from its initial concept of being like a character action game slash rhythm game, and then having this sort of like main character who should have been so insufferable, and then having fucking balls to be like here's our cool new game from tango gameworks the studio who made fucking ghostwire tokyo and the evil within one and two like complete tonal shift look i'll interrupt you here briefly to say that hi-fi rush was so good that when xbox had their developer direct they had to be like no shadow drops yeah exactly no shadow drops because you have to remember that hi-fi rush was just shadow dropped at the developer direct in january of last year and that's the cherry on top as well all of that together should just be a fucking recipe for a car crash Put it in front of you. They're like, there you go, Joel. That one's yep. for you, man. I like lost my mind. Like I could not have resubbed to Game Pass quicker than I did that day because I was <laughs> like, ah! holy shit. And it's so heartwarming and lovely to, to be uh, like to have played that game from start to finish and experience it and, and it to be as fucking good as it is because it is, it is so good and it is filled with such love and joy and, and passion, which is like a bit of a a bit of a theme with a lot of the games on, I think, both of our lists this year, really. Like, it's... um, It it just... And it was, like, again, another cherry on top of the cherry on top of the cake was, like, the fact that I got to meet John Johannes at PAX as well and, like, tell him to his face. I was like, I really like your video game. Um, So, yeah, I mean... 
High Fire Rush. I'm a fucking soundtrack. I wish I could contribute, but I have not it's, played it yet. It's uh, yeah. If the rumors come true that it's coming to Switch or Sony, then I'll I will probably jump in. I, I yeah. It's it is a fucking fun time, and it, and it seems like the more eyeballs that get on it, the better for yeah. for Tango and for Microsoft. Honestly, absolutely. Like it's it's such a great game, and like the soundtrack is just. It's so good. The game kicks off like the intro song that you get to play is um, uh, "Lonely Boy" by the Black Keys. Like that's awesome. You're hacking and slashing your way through to that. Then your first boss fight is a fucking Nine Inch Nails track. "Invaders Must Die" by the Prodigy. Like uh, one of the one of the simple things I've noticed just from watching the videos is just how the rhythm is baked into every part of the yeah. game and the world yeah and it's, it's a lot of stuff why i'm gonna like i'm gonna praise heap similar praise now on wake two but it's mm-hmm. like everything in the game being there to lift up this one thing mm-hmm. and i do appreciate it yeah like literally everything in, in, in hi-fi rush is there to be like yep. yeah man this is a fucking rhythm game yeah like the entire world is like moving in beat and on beat it's just like that's cool and it's just it has colorful and it pops and yeah as you said soundtrack's great combat look great like, like just like tango tango getting to like do something different creatively which must have been nice although make evil within three please like <laughs> half rush is great and i love it i'm happy for you but i also would like evil within three at some point <laughs> i mean i would like thank you i would like a sequel to high rush as well like but i think you'll get one I, like this game has done so well yeah exactly i think it i, I really hope so as well because that would really warm my heart um but just on the soundtrack as well the licensed stuff is really really good but obviously in this day and age you need to have like alternatives for streamers and things like that so I've listened to the soundtrack on Spotify quite a lot because it's all up on on there now, like all the the score and the licensed music playlists. But the cool thing is they needed this streamer-friendly version, so they actually had, like, in-house bands that made basically, like... And I don't mean... I mean mean this in the nicest possible way. They made, like, LD versions of those songs. And it they actually work as well. They have the same tone and feel lyrically and musically and it it's like okay like you've done this and the cool thing is like john johannes is actually uh like sings on some of those songs it, as well it reminds me of um guidance of the galaxy yeah committing to the to the fake band yeah no absolutely absolutely i mean well i suppose alan wake 2 as well <laughs> well yeah but <laughs> like in general <laughs> like alan, <laughs> alan wake 2 did it but they also were just like this is our soundtrack like, yeah exactly there's no streamer friendly mode for that because nah, like nah. this is our music and we own it with the people who made it exactly. so like yeah i assume that they don't have any rights issues to worry about because it's just like no we did this <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah that was my little interesting change like i had it at number four and i was like nah this doesn't f-. like the more i thought about it, i was like this doesn't feel right and like as much as I love Spider-Man 2, it's it's more Spider-Man, and it's very good, and it's awesome. You've already talked about one game. We'll get to Spider-Man, okay? Sorry. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, my, Hi-Fi Rush deserved its dues in my list, because I'm like, it's my list. Uh, uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I'll talk about my change now. So, yeah, my change was Resident Evil 4, sneaking it at the end. Yeah. It was initially going to be Super Mario Bros. Wonder, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in our honorable mentions, because mm-hmm. I still have a lot of good things to say about that game. Mm-hmm. But... It's so like we're in a, we're living in an age where there's a lot of very good remakes coming out. Like this year alone, we got Resi Four and Dead Space and a rock solid remaster of Metroid Prime. Um, it's insane to me that Resident Evil Four remake is better than the original, and the original is already like one of the best games in that franchise. 
I don't know how Capcom did it. They're clearly the masters of the traditional remake. I say traditional because Square's having a lot of fun with this. But as far as, like, traditional remakes go, Capcom is just between... Across, like, Resi 2 and, like, I know it was a bit... Well, technically 1, I guess, on the GameCube. Um, But then 2, I know 3 is a bit patchier, but I think overall they were going somewhere with it. Yes, there's a lot of cut content, but it is nice to have a modern take on the Resi 3. And now 4, this is, like... Good lord! <laughs> I almost, I'm almost willing to have the discussion about them going. Hey, we want to make remake Resident Evil Five. I'm like, all right. I'm willing to hear you out. There's some things you could fix in that game, right? Some stuff that hasn't aged well, and honestly, even at the time of release, was like, oh, Capcom. I don't know. I don't quite know about that decision. Uh, so I would be open to them revisiting that game. But, but Resident Evil Four is just a stellar game. It takes all the important set pieces from the original. And it's one of those weird... When you're playing a horror game... Well, I guess any game, really. But a horror game where it's got to, it relies on the, on the scares and the tension and all that. Part of me was like, look, I've done I've done the village fight before. You know, I've done the fight in the cabin with Luis and all that sort of stuff. It's probably going to be fine. It wasn't. I was still, like, white-knuckled, like, gripping my controller, like... Mm-hmm. The way they scaled up and like kept the chaos, kept the tension, was just insane. Like, it's ridiculous how adding in the knife parry, pure genius. It's ridiculous. Like the changes they made with like Lewis and Ada Wong and all these other little characters, Ashley Graham and all that, made sense. Like actually giving, like having a reason for Krauser to be there. Like having him introduced in the prologue as being like, yeah, I trained Leon. Well, he, he, I was trained by Krauser. It's like, oh, okay, Krauser's got context of being in a story later. And no spoilers, but the thing that he does to another character is like, okay, that gives you a good reason to go and fight him. Yeah, it's just... The game is so good. Even even though there are boss fights in it that don't hold up well. No. I'm looking at you. I've forgotten your name. Del, is it Del Luago? The big fish thing. Yeah. I'm still just like, I don't love you. It, <laughs> I don't love this boss fight no, still. <laughs> no, it, it, was, it was good. It was still good. Though. It was like, good, it, but like... In a goofy kind of way, like, it was like... Oh, Me and my infinite harpoons that I just have endless amounts of, oh, yeah, it's going to exactly. flow forever. It's just, like, I don't know, it, Resident Evil 4 seems to be, like, like the Fast and Furious, I can't remember which is the one that where everyone agrees that it just sort of, like, the wheels fell off and everything was like, it knows what it is now, like, it sort of, like, turned the corner a little bit at that time. Sadly, sadly, it didn't follow that suit and they've sort of brought yeah, I was gonna it say, like again. Um... It wouldn't, it wasn't, because, like, Resident Evil, the thing with Resident Evil 4 was, it was completely different. Yeah. It removed the fixed camera. It, yeah. It did lean more into the action. And what I like, what I think overall one of the main reasons I like Resident Evil 4 Remake is it does keep a lot of the action, but it brings in more of the horror. Yeah. Like, there were more times in this game when I was, like, pretty, it was pretty tense. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't I was scared. Yeah, but like there were definitely moments where I'm like I'm panicking. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I'm in mo- I'm in some of these encounters and I am panicking. I hope this is. I hope this is, this goes okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I specifically when I ran into my first, even though I knew they were going to be in there, but the regenerators at towards the end of the game, as soon as I popped up, immediate sweat. I was oh, like, yeah. all right, where's my where's my thermal scope? I yep. gotta get my thermal scope. Got stopped. And like when I first accidentally took out their legs, so they're like worming around on the I'm like nah. I don't like this. Please yep. get me out of here immediately. I think when I went back with my thermal scope, when I first had that, when I first got it, I was like, cool, I'm going to go back. And there was that room where there's like four of them. And I'm yeah, like, you're ah, like, oh. yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, no, it's still survival horror. Even though it is action-based, 
I don't have any ammo. And I'm like fucking backtracking around trying to find something mm. where I could buy some or like, or like, yeah, it was absolute chaos. And then there was like, have they respawned or like, can I go back there? And it was one that was just still on the ground just being like, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the way it gives you reasons to sort of backtrack through the areas to get treasure and all that, all the new stuff with the merchant, the shooting gallery. <sighs> yeah. Overall, just when is, when is a remake for a game? The, the, the base, the, the foundation is there, and that's good. But it's always the changes, the things that they do tweak and play with that can change a game from being like, okay, that remake wasn't as good as the original because of this. But like for Resi 4, like every change, I was just thumbs up. Yeah. I guess the only thing I would probably change is I didn't like that segment on the castle walls when you were like getting the, the catapult flung at you or whatever yeah. it was. I'm like, I don't really love this. But the rest of that game, so good. And... I don't miss the boss fight they took out. Get good riddance. Wait, what was the boss fight they took out? Uh, it. Like, the one you fight down in the... Oh. That you, like, have to lock in the cage and stuff. That's right. I, yeah. haven't, I haven't played the Ada Wong DLC. I bought it, but I never booted it up. Yeah, I wouldn't do um, that So well. I'm not sure if it's been shifted into there, but it's just not in the main game, and I'm happy with that. Yep, that's fine. Also, didn't miss a, um, the quick time events. No, no. And I think that... The charm was lost with them being gone, but, like... Ultimately, I didn't miss being punished for like putting my controller down for a second. I think like their their version of that in this game is is the knife parry. Really. Yeah, the knife parry. Like, so that's good. kind of like their their adding like, in the risk the that. risk reward to like giving your knife like a durability meter, mm-hmm. where you know attacking with it or stabbing enemies chips away at it. Doing like finishes on the ground takes a large chunk, and obviously parrying a chainsaw does a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, to then to a point where your knife can break, and then you're without a knife until you get back to the merchant. Yeah. Very good change. And then you beat Krauser and you get his knife. <laughs> yeah, fuck yes. Yeah. And Resident um, Evil 4, so good. Just barely edging out Mario, which we'll talk to, talk about later. It's Well, yeah, I mean, like, well, Resident Evil 4 was definitely on my honourable mentions list because I didn't play it and I finished it because Resident Evil 4 is, like, the Resident Evil game that I have played and not only played and finished, I've finished multiple times. Like, I, I enjoy that game a lot. Um, I gave that thing a hammering on the GameCube. Like, it was, yeah... When when uh, you kindly and, and <laughs> some of our friends gave, uh, gifted me a, a GameCube for my birthday that year, um, that was one of the games that I picked up and, and just devoured and loved, had so much fun with. So, um, yeah, I, I, I played through it, um, Remake as well and really enjoyed it. It was just so much fun and just been like, oh, yeah, this is really good. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'm yet to play the, the separate ways DLC and I really want to get to that at some point. Like they, but... kept, they kept Cheesy Leon and, like, yeah. that was the first thing I was worried about. Mm-hmm. Like, Leon is the way he is. Don't change it. But when once the bingo line was there, I'm like, oh, we are in yep. good company. <laughs> and even, like, changing things, like, having, like, the, the bell that you can shoot for, like, yeah. speedrunners as yep. well. Like, it, it, you can shoot in the village fight and, where you just be like, oh, skip that whole And, thing. like, little changes. Like, when, like, I remember distinctly in the GameCube version, like, climbing up that tower and being like, come and get me. Yep. But, like, you try to do it in this one, they're like, nah, we're taking that tower down. I'm like, that's cool. Like, play with... Play on what I expect to be in the game. Oh, another part I don't miss, miss the part where you have to, like, snipe um, Ashley, when Ashley's, like, chained up. Yep. I hated that segment. Yep. Glad it's gone. Yep. yep Everything yep, yep, yep. with... Just... Lewis's use in general was great. Yeah. 100%. In, in the original four, he's just this skeezy guy who shows up, but in this rate one, he's got reasons and motivations and mm-hmm. interacts with Ada Wong and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, just... <laughs> Well done, Capcom. Like, I don't know how this hot streak with Resident Evil has been going since, like, seven now. Yeah. But you are on a roll. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, 
All right, where should we where should we bounce around like to? Now next? I guess we go to five. Like yeah, I, I, we I got mean, our, we got our two last minute changes out of the way, so yeah. now we should go back up the list. Yeah. So apart from the overlaps, which is was Zelda and Alan Wake. Yeah. Um, which we'll just we'll just we'll discuss. We'll about get to those. them when we get to them. Um. So yeah, Baldur's Gate three was at, at number five for me, and oh, yeah, like, Baldur's Gate was in my list too. That's yeah, and I I feel it's an interesting choice for me because like I'm still very early in that game, um, and also like. I feel like it would be higher had I played more of it. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but it's just, I couldn't not it's, put it in there. Like, yeah, it's, no, that's fair. It's like, cause the amount of, uh, that I've, every time I do boot it up and play it, I'm just like, oh man, this is really excellent. Like this is, this is like the epitome of storytelling in video games. And they've also done the impossible of being able to sort of have a solo D&D experience. Yeah, I was going to say, the, ability, like, the fact that Larian took a game as open-ended as Dungeons and & Dragons mm-hmm. and chained it up in a digital prison where it can it can have branches, but it's got to have limits. Yeah. And the branches still feel meaningful and varied is... It's ridiculous. Like, there's stuff I'm still learning about. I was watching a video last night and someone was talking about this underground sewer you can find and, like, to skip, like, the second, like, the penultimate encounter... And I was like, what? Wow. And you go through the sewer and you do a couple of other combat encounters, but you basically miss this really big one, which I'm, I've am i been putting off for so long <laughs> because like they're like, hey, call your allies. I'm like, no, I don't want my allies to die. Yeah. Mm. Like, nah, bring him in. I'm like, no, don't. don't nope. Don't, 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 I, don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I nope. like my allies and my friends. Yep. But yeah, no, it's like Larian. I I remember playing Divinity, Divinity Original Sin 1 and being like, this game's good. Like, I didn't get fully into it, but when mm. I played Original Sin 2, I was like, what? Hang on, here we go. Mm. Now I see what you're cooking, Larian. And I was, I know, I know, I think most people were, but I remember seeing the ones, the um, dissenters, when they saw that they were doing Baldur's Gate, they're like, oh, Larian, they're going to make it a turn based game. And I'm like, yeah, they're going to make a D game turn based. Mm-hmm. Like, what? You want yeah. it to be real time? Can you yeah. imagine a game like this real time? No. I haven't played Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 for, like, it's been a long time. So I don't remember how good they were with their combat. But they were probably a lot simpler. But the level of complexity that Larian's put into the Baldur's Gate 3 encounters, like, no, please, turn based, God. Yeah. I, I, the very, very, like, because I, I used to tool around a little bit with Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 back in the day. In the, like, and playing like Neverwinter Nights and stuff like that as well, like all that shit. And um, before I even, I was a Dark up, Alliance boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, before I even picked up a, a you know a D twenty and rolled it, like yeah. And so they to me feel more like CRPG, very like of that era, which is great. And they they serve a purpose and that they are there for a reason. Like you could have this, that this is a CRPG as well. hundred oh, <laughs> percent. Like it might be very clear. hundred percent. But now having played D anD D like for a, quite a while now and like having knowledge of fifth edition because this is just it is that like you have all those like rules and, and, and things that you can that are familiar if you have played Dungeons and Dragons before particularly fifth edition as well um I the thing that sold it for me when I uh when I was questioning you about it whether I was going to play it or not um ages ago was uh, I was like was there physical dice rolls in this? And you're like, yeah, there's some dice I, rolls. I'm like, oh, baby, had, okay. In my in my write-up for this game, I specifically had that as a call-out. Because oh. it's one of those things, it's it's like a really simple thing. Yep. But including the dice rolls, like for the D20 rolls, mm-hmm. it adds in a little bit of suspense. Yep. 
and then you get the elation of a natural of hitting if you get like a natural 20 mm-hmm. or if you just you feel the lowest of the lows when it drops on that one and you're like i only needed a two to pass oh and i still rolled a one i'll bring up a little like a quick story here that like i can't so, wait so, I, like I, if i actually had a notepad out yeah i had so much shit happen to me in, Baldur, in my time in Baldur's gate 3 i'm like are you kidding me? Yeah, it was funny because it didn't actually happen to me. I've had my I've had my fair share of like natural like critical failures and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that as well. But um, I got my wife Ash to play because I'm like she loves uh, character creators and things like that. Like loves if it, if it was like girl, love an stuff. award for character creator of a year, it goes to Baldur's Gate. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's the most time I've ever spent in the character creator because normally <laughs> I'm just like I get bored halfway through and just like blitz through. But I'm like no, I'm. I'm doing the I'm doing the thing, and I'm like again because the whole D and D thing. I'm like I really want to make sure I'm picking like a really like, and mostly get... like a class that I haven't played like you know and like a race that I well no that's not true. I I picked a dwarf and I always pick dwarves, so I have a thing with dwarves. I don't know why I just like dwarves. They look cool. Um, so, but yeah, I was like oh okay, I'll sit Ash down. We'll play through the character creator. Maybe play a little bit at the start of the game. So she does her character. She spends like an hour and a half playing her character, like making her character and like going through the things. And it was really fun, like going through, picking all the stuff. And she was having a great time. And she's like, all right, cool. I'm pretty tired. I'm going to go to bed now. I'm like, no, play, just play a little bit of the stuff. Just play a little bit of the actual game. She's like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> so, I mean, spoilers for the very start of the oh, game. But like... The start you know, of a game is just like... It has been out you've got, for... It's like a pinky toe in, like, the shallow end of the pool. And it has... That that part has been out for... for years. It years. was the early access segment, so it's been out for a while. Yeah, so, like, you're on the Mind Flayer ship, and you're, like, you're going through, and you come across this, like, this character that has, like, an exposed brain, and you have a conversation with the brain that basically wants you to release it. And so I was like, cool, here you go. And she's like, oh, I don't like this. I don't want to... I don't want to make... Cho- I don't like... Oh, I don't know. What, having that, like, you know choice paralysis yeah yeah you do i i found myself having for a little while but eventually you get to that point where you're like no this is D D. yeah i'm just gonna let the dice fall uh, even though i have saved scum oh i saved scum there's some there's some dice rolls that i saved scummed a lot oh, yeah yeah <laughs> and i've had a, i've had a tpk and had to like res my entire party again oh, i haven't had that happen yet <laughs> oh yeah that, that, yeah it came close though some very close calls where i finished a fight i'm like we are long resting immediately yeah right um so i was like cool what do you do and she's like oh what did you do and i was like i don't know i was like i knew what i did i was like mm. what did you do by the way um i think i destroyed it i memory. sabotaged yeah. it yeah i was just like nah. i sabotaged it and um if you destroyed it then uh i can save this <laughs> later in the game you find it again oh. and i've got it as a companion that i can call into a into an encounter i was I'm like the- that's the payoffs for some of these choices you make at the start of a game it's exactly. just small but cool moments that show that larian's aware but continue anyway so she she was like went through and she tried to like carefully remove it because she had some pretty good decks so i was like all right cool did that first dice roll of the game natural one oh, and we both yeah. just were in hysterics of laughter she's like cool i'm putting the controller down i'm done <laughs> i'm out just like mangled this brain to death after she was like trying to carefully remove yeah, it not one um but yeah and that's like that's, that's that is the fun of dungeons and dragons and playing that's why with and to this, be able to this year i want to try to get a multiplayer game going yeah so i can I imagine it being hilarious with four human players oh absolutely just like Absolutely. Boring like, apart in this world. And there's a thing, though, that they've managed to distill that feeling that sitting around a table playing yeah. with friends into a game that you can play by yourself and yes. still have that yes. feeling. Yes. And that is just magical. Like, spellbinding, I think, is what I said in my write-up as well that I, I wrote, which is just 
incredible. And and all of this, all of this praise, right? That's just talking about the skeleton of the game. That's not even talking about the quality of the narrative, which is, I guess, like, I can say a bit more about. I won't, but it's very good. Yeah. It It is it is a ride. Uh, the characters, the cast. Uh, this cast, I don't think I've loved an ensemble this much since probably Mass Effect 2. Yeah, I was going to say Mass it Effect is... 2 is probably the best parallel. Even the characters I don't like, fuck you, Gail. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't met Gail yet, so... Oh, really? I haven't, yeah. Again, I'm... How? Okay. I'm pretty early. I've finished the goblin camp. What? And you've missed Gail? Okay. Oh, Joel. Have you found Lysel yet? No. Oh, Oh, that's another story to tell. I know. Look, all I'll say say to you is if you're walking around the area near the Druid... I'm still still fucking around. I know, I know. But, like, if you've done the Goblin Camp, though, just look for a hand that's sticking out of nothing. And go go, go to the hand. Okay. All right. Anyway, yeah, fuck Gale. Uh, (laughs) But, like, even even Gale, who I don't really like, is an interesting character. It's Karlak, Lysel, Shadowheart... Karlak is, like, the best. Karlak like, is the best. Fucking, and I knew I was, like, just from, like, people's, like, reactions to Karlak, I'm like, oh, she seems pretty cool. And then, like, meeting her, and she's just like, fuck yeah, let's go. And I'm like, let's, yeah, okay, we're cool, we're cool. How are we going to, how are we going to cool you off so I can, like, we can fuck. Like, that's, uh, <laughs> we need to do this right now. So, um, yeah, and I mean, that, that, that's the other thing, too, is, like, everyone's so horny, and that's great. Because it's also, like, it's also kind of, like, related to D&D as well. Because everyone wants to just, like, when it comes down to it, you just want to do funny shit. Like, not always. You want to do funny shit, have meaningful moments, and have those relationships with your characters. Um, it is cool to have them just all just be like, hey, you're pretty cool. Let's fuck. Like, um, I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Asterian at this moment. I was like, about to say, Asterian, like, nil, nil, like, again, the entire cast... Is great. The performances are off the charts. The narrator as your DM, mm. incredible. And like the way that those lines can change based on your character and the mm-hmm. choices and your alignments and all that sort of stuff, ridiculous. Like the Dark Urge has like entirely different like recordings for the, for the narrator, which is nuts. Um, as well as an entirely different story, which I, sounds cool, but I don't know if I can do a full solo run again. Yeah. <laughs> it's I- a big game. And I, know, also, I know the speed runs like 20 minutes and it's hilarious. I, yeah, I, I, I would love to watch that. I highly but, recommend watching it. Um, but yeah, like the Dark Edge shit, like that sounds awesome. But also like, I don't know if I can put myself through that mentally. Well, that's, I mean, that's what's interesting. Like you don't have to, without giving anything away. The Dark Edge thing is like an origin and you can choose what where you go about it. And like things like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I watched... Brennan out, like, yeah. occasional guest on the show, play a lot of Dark Urge, and I was like, wow, like, if I had it in me to play this game again, I would love to do a Dark Urge run. It's, yeah, like... But anyway, I just want Neil Lubin as Asterian just stole the show from start to finish. In particular, his, the culmination of his side story, his, well, not even his side, his, his character arc, that story mission is just, the performances, no matter what outcome you pick, are insane. It's just ridiculous how good this game is, the quality of everything in it, Visual storytelling, characters, performances, gameplay, just mechanics. Oh, yeah. On top of that as well, because like and the music. Played, yeah. Oh god, fucking down by the river and the fucking main theme. Oh baby, like yeah, it's really good. So fucking good. Um, even like even on top of that as well, like you played a, fi- a, a fair bit on PC as well and early yes, access yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. But 
played primarily on PS5. Pretty much exclusive. Like, I played, like, because I played, I bought it early access. I had played, like, a few hours of that. And I was like, cool, I'm good until the game comes out. Yep. And then it dropped on PC, like, I think maybe a month before the PlayStation. Or mm. maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I spent, like, 10 or 15 hours on the PC version. And then the console version dropped, and I was like, that's it. This is where I live. I live sinking into a couch with a controller, just, like, barely st- struggling to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I live in Baldur's Gate now. <laughs> I live in Faerun. Well, it's, like, so I, I played solely on PS5, what I've played of it so far as well. Um, look, shout-outs to the fact that making it work. I know a lot of people have a bit of issues with it and stuff like that. There are some annoyances, like when a character would get a new skill and would change all of my wheels, I'd be like, where is everything? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where did it go? It used to be right here. But and now my- it's like two pages down on the bottom. It's just like, what? It's like, <laughs> my weird headcanon for that is, it's like, oh, that's just like the time you have to spend if you like have ever played D&D with like <laughs> yeah, a yeah, physical yeah. character sheet, having to go like, through oh, like a ray shit. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put this here. All right, now I'm going to reorganize everything. It's fine. That's that. Um... And that's kind of like a, I guess a, a neat way of me justifying it in my head. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, I think it works really well. Um, it's a great introduction to D and D if you've ever been curious about it as well. Like and those worlds and having a, a way to sort of dip a toe in and then go, oh, I really enjoyed this. Maybe I will go and search out like a, a local group because there's so many now. You can do yes. that. I've um yeah I've just made a contact with someone. Through my work, so one of the <laughs> one of the parents of my children from my room last year was like, "Here, you're a big D and D I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, yeah, fucking am." And he's like, "Cool, was it?" And he was like, oh, so "I've been playing Baldur's Gate three. And he's like, "Yeah, that's two. We've been playing it as well." He's like, "Can I get you number? We're gonna if I had a, a party down the track, maybe." I was like, "All right, let's do it." Yeah, so um, yeah, that's cool shit. Baldur's Gate 3, it's fucking awesome. And, that's, and all of that, again, I'm, this is a game you can talk about for a long time. Exactly. Just some of the creative ways you can solve problems that you run into. Yes. And just... It will never stop being funny watching my character run up to an enemy and shove them off a bridge yep. or a cliff. And then the game goes, well, they're dead, you win. Yep, yep. <laughs> you can't loot them, but you won. It's like, cool, I only wanted to win. Yep, I just need to get out of this fight. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's it's a, over now. There's even better of that as well when you have like Carlac and you go into a frenzy and then yeah. just go like that moment you realize you can go, oh yeah, I can like thro- like enrage throw. That's pretty cool. And it's like that little little button where it's just like, yeah, use world objects. It's like, hang on. And then you go <laughs> pick, up like, a- pick up a fucking little enemy next yeah. to you and just throw it at another enemy and knock them both out. You're like, this is the best. It's so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. Um, all right. So... Okay, I'll do I'll do my number four now. Yeah, we'll go back and forth now. Yeah, so four for me was Dredge. Yes, uh, Dredge, or if you follow me on Twitter, the Play Dredge has been in my name pretty much since it came out. Yeah, it's still in there now until I think of a game to replace it. Uh, nothing's popped up yet, but I'm like, no, still play Dredge. Well, we'll we'll get there. Uh, Dredge is ridiculous. It's incredible. It's a game that, again, I talked when I was on the Love Letters episode with um Jesse. Mm-hmm. Which you should go and listen to. It's, Absolutely, it's, go listen. To I should fucking excellent goddamn the, episode. The entire episode is just me, just like you couldn't. Obviously, you can't see the video, mm-hmm. but imagine Jesse being a very good podcast host and asking very good questions, and then Alex answering, and then me just being like, "This is really cool. Why am I here? Yeah, <laughs> I am out of my league and out of my depth." <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that, that, that's a fucking excellent episode, and also to like. 
I this one hurts me that I didn't have it in my list. I really wanted to. I really, really wanted to because I do fucking love this game um, so much. And I don't have a reason why it's not higher in my list. I really don't. I just, I, I it's just, it was so jam-packed of the year. Like, I mean, you look at, like, everyone just coming into 2023 just being like, whoa, congratulations to Tears of the Kingdom. And then just seeing how wild the year shaped out to be yeah. and how varied everyone's lists were when it came to the end of the year. Yeah. Like it's I said Alex by the way, I meant Joel. Yes. Yeah. I got yep. my names mixed up. Yeah, so it's yeah, but Dredge is just You can see why I'm confused. Your name is Joel. Yeah, as well. exactly. No? Yeah, I didn't want to confuse it. And I don't no no offense. You're very you're a very good Joel. I'm nowhere near as good. But he's a really, really he's cool Joel. Very cool. He made a very, very cool video very game cool and he's a very game. cool person. Yes. Um yeah, so we it's it's just it's it, it, it's it's a, such a great indie game. And I don't want to use that as a slight. It's like, oh, it's an indie game. It's good for an indie game. But I'm like, this is an example of what indie games can be. And it has a fucking really gripping narrative that has you from start to finish. It has, like, just the best gameplay and mechanic. Is the, yeah. So you spoke about the narrative, and that's it is the narrative is so good. And it works so well because it really relies on how much you want to sort of, you know, read into it and interpret into it. And like those, like for for a story like this, that always works so well. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the exact same reason why I enjoy from software games, where it's like, hey, look, there's a story here, there's a world, and you're a part of it, and here's all this dialogue. And it's just like you can take it all as a big cohesive picture. Or you can just go to fi- some fishing, man. Yeah, fishing's good. You got catch a fish. Oh, sorry, it's got like a void face. That's just it's probably fine. Oh god, <laughs> just chuck it in the back, sell it to someone, no problem. It's probably all good. Don't worry about it. Man, those aberrations. Yeah. Oh boy. And just like getting to that again, I'm not going to give anything away, but like the final choice you make in a game, you're just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And like, like going back and seeing both of them too, and just yeah. being like, I don't I, know what's, I don't know what's wrong, I don't know what's right, yeah, what's wrong. Like it's, that's yeah, that's, and that's what's cool. That's yeah. it's such an interesting world to be a part of. All the characters are great especially even the ones you just like have brief exchanges with like i i grew really attached to that shopkeeper oh yeah the, the um just like the merchant will travel around to all the yep. areas even if they got a bit judgy when i was maybe awake for more than 24 hours and then it's like you could probably be asleep I'm like you're not the boss of me i was i can see that giant red eye on my heart being mad at me but you're not the boss of me I did that once and I was like, nah. It is terrifying. Nah, man, I'm good. Just like, like out in the ocean getting hit by like a giant ghost shark and you're like, cool, I'm yeah. going to sleep. But then but then like the flip side of that of like being out too late and being like, oh, I really need to get back, but it's a really long way. And I'm like, oh boy, like, like trying to get back to like that little fucking shop or like a some such sort a, of port. Such a, especially if like Banish is in, is in oh. pull down. But like such a cool decision to have time move when you move. Yeah. So yep. that means that if you need a second to to, to get your bearings, you pause. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, and obviously switch your light off because, like, you know, sometimes you want to be don't want to be caught on the open ocean at night with your light on. Yeah, good idea. But uh, just giving you that power to sort of pull up your map and be like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> it's there's invisible rocks and there's ghost sharks and there's a giant sea leviathan that wants to eat me and then there's like these swirling lights that when I jump in my ship and some little trail like skipped across the water into my boat and has infected a fish in my thing and it's riding now i need to get back to a port <laughs> yep yep uh, also too like i've been attacked too much i've got one engine and yes. i'm like fucking i've lost most of my catches <laughs> i am quite literally limping back to this port um fishing really solid fishing mechanics mm-hmm. integrated with the resident evil 4 inventory system 
chef kiss. And I mean, Mwah. like, that's the thing. Like, that was the reason why it popped up on your radar yeah. in the first yeah. place. Is I because love like, those inventory systems. It's like, wow, this looks, this looks like fun. You At make me, like, like, rotate and slot stuff in. Yeah. Like, I'm in. Having, like, a puzzle game as well, like, like baked within it to uh, be, like, a main mechanic of the game mm. is just brilliant. And, um, but, like... The fact that like that was that that was that was the the elevator pitch for you to get you in the door, and I was just like, whoa! I, I like a fishing game. I like fishing in video games. It's fun. It's one of those weird things that, that I like. It was like a combination of yeah, fishing game with cool Resident Evil Four inventory, but also some sweet Lovecraftian vibes. I'm like, okay, fucking you, you put you put a little bit of Eldritch horror in there. I'm yeah, just like, exactly. I'm listening. I'm listening. Like, on on the Love Letters episode, and I think a lot of other people have described it like this as well. Uh, Joel called it by like you know cozy horror yeah and it really is absolutely it's like a nice little comfortable horror light adventure you can just sit down and and sink into yeah and in, in and the, the best part is the ocean is actually the worst so yeah, like exactly. it's not even sure some of the stuff in the game is a bit fantastical but fuck the ocean yeah yeah i mean it's, it's deep and scary some of it's a bit fantastical but even like some of the normal fish are just I, like, awful oh, gross yeah you're gross yeah i don't yeah. like you you're only you're only marginally better. Yeah. Than that fish that's got a face catching out of it. Yeah. That's not cool. Or the one that's just like made up of like fingers. Yeah. There was one that was made of fingers that yeah, I was just like, was. I don't. Oh, <laughs> like some of those, some of the descriptions for the for the aberrations haunt me. <laughs> the one that's just like it's just bleeding all the yeah. time, and you're like, cool. It's like it just never stops bleeding. I'm like, what is this? Why? Um, oh God! Yeah, no, I love that shit. Um, yeah, it's uh, the biggest like honorable mention. I think it's so on my it's list. an incredible game, and like I'm gonna keep seeing its praises. Like we're heading into the, the new year now. There's more content coming. Mm-hmm. They released the uh, I forgot the f- Frozen something something. Something it's it's, it's, it's the, in the, the Arctic area. I get when I'm saying Frozen Wild, but it's not that because I'm pretty sure it's something Horizon related, and I'm, I'm really embarrassed now. You're thinking of um yeah oh you're thinking of again for Zero Dawn as yeah, well. Yeah yeah it was the DLC for that wasn't it yeah um um what is it Power Reach that's it adding in a Power Reach is like if you which is literally just like hey do you like dredge you can drop chuck him some money we'll give you another couple of hours of dredge. And then we've got the um, the brig DLC coming this year. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready to go back. I'm like at I'm the always po- ready. I'm at the point now. Where I'm like I think I'm gonna save Pale Reach, and then yeah, when no. the rig comes out, and I'm gonna have like a nice big chunk and, of like yeah, dredge, dredge that to go back to. That sounds like a good idea, Joel. Yeah. And I'll make sure you do it because I'll be hassle on you. About, oh about fuck it. yeah! No, I'm gonna do it. Like it's yeah, it's definitely also worth mentioning. Dredge love letters game of the year. Yes, Did yeah. You, just, you saw the trophy of a jet. Fucking I, wow! I saw the stages of yes. progress of that trophy as well, which was just in- mind-boggling. Incredible Jesse. trophy for an incredible studio for an incredible game. An honorable mention for twenty twenty-three, Jesse. Like, Jesse, honorable mention. I'm putting it here. Person of the year for me. Could, yeah, person <laughs> of the year. Yeah, dialogue options. Person, person of, of the year, year. twenty twenty-three. Oh, it's- Oh, yeah, we will get to that maybe. So maybe it's Sam Lake, but Jesse, yeah. you're right up there. I reckon you're right I'm up there. Yeah, you're like right it's like real close. Also, we're not we're nowhere even, near even. <laughs> we're nowhere near talented enough to make some sort of trophy for you. You oh might get God, like no. we'll send you a Kinder Surprise or something. <laughs> That's it. You can build the trophy yourself. <laughs> the Kinder Surprise. We'll just send him the blueprints for it. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, here's the um, here's the frame for it. If you want to 3D print <laughs> and assemble this and then give it to yourself, that'd be great. <laughs> There's two people know that we know, know. now that have 3D printers. I know. So we can, I know. Leave it with us. Anyway, anyway, Dredge, incredible. Definitely play it. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of incredible games this year. And 
as far as the indie ones go, it was far and away the best one I played. I was obsessed with it. I'm still obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And I even want to, I nearly would be, would be remiss with going through this discussion without mentioning the music. <laughs> yeah, music excellent. Just, the music was perfect for the vibe. Mm-hmm. And like, those soundtracks were on Spotify and I still spin them up. Yep. Just incredible game. Play Dredge. Play Dredge. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll move to my number four now. Um, which, because I, I don't think it appeared on your list from memory. No. No, I know. Uh, like, and again... It's an honorable mention. It's good. It's, it's a good game. And there's a reason why it's in my list. And I, in my write-up, I mentioned this. I'm a, it's, it's Spider-Man 2 from Insomniac. Um, uh, Spider-Man's my favourite superhero. And it just makes me so happy. It, it's how I imagine people who love Batman so much um, felt when, like, Arkham yeah. Asylum came out. When like Spider Man from like Marvel Spider Man from Insomniac came out, um, I had the same feeling. Which is just like, oh, this is exactly what I want. This Finally, is, yeah, exactly. I'm like, it, it's all working together so well because not only is like the swinging is what I wanted to be. As long as they get the swinging right, everything else can be pretty okay, and I'll be happy. I can just swing around a Spider Man. That's fine. But no, Insomniac had to go like one, two, three, four, five steps better. Um, and, and just sort of, like, nail everything uh, in the way that it should be nailed. Um, like, this is, like, this is a comic book video game, and it in the best sense of the word. Like, it's so pulpy, but it has heart, it makes you care, it's fun. Um, yeah, and so, like, the progress of that over Spider-Man 1 to Miles Morales to 2, now we're having this culmination where you get to play as both Miles and Peter in the same game. Um, I know one, some people might see one better than the other, but like... I mean, Insomniac had a good way of, of like, pulling Peter up. Yeah, and I, I think still, so. I still, man, Miles, though, come on. It's, <laughs> come, uh, come on, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. And I mean, like, it does, like, this game has, like, a great story about, like, family, whether it be blood or found. Like, it, it, it encapsulates all of that, because you have, you have, like... Miles and his mum, like, and but you also have Miles and Peter. Then you have Peter with Mary. It's like it, it like with MJ. Like it's, and then Harry it was as weird well. You call her Mary. Yeah, I know. I, like, <laughs> like, I, saw, I was like, what the fuck? Am I was I like, doing? you're not, you're not wrong, but like, I just, I've never hear it. Like yeah, that. It's no, it's, MJ. Yeah, it didn't felt right. No, scrap that. <laughs> didn't yeah, felt right. Please, yeah, rub that. Yeah, scrub that from there. <laughs> scrub that from the record. Um, yeah, like it had like this like you know sense of family and 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 things like that as well. Um. On top of that, I love the combat. I think it is the... <laughs> we'll talk about this, because it. I, there's a fair thing to be said, but yeah, it's like the Arkham combat. Yeah. But it makes sense for Spider-Man. It does, yeah. When I watch Batman backflip from one side of the room to the other to kick a guy in the face, I'm like, yeah, all right, all it's right, like, Batman. What is essentially a walking he's a, fucking he's a, tank. He's a building, essentially. Yeah, like, yeah. He's Spider-Man, just, I buy it. And yeah, Spider-Man, it works really well. Yeah. And then, like, going on top of that, like, the fact that you actually get to play as both Peter and Miles, but you have those moments where you could have those, like, little team-up attacks so that I just peppered in there every now and then just enough to m- remind you and go, oh, that's really fun. Like, My, I make it really exciting. The only thing I'm bitter about is I didn't spend more time when I could get the ones with Harry. Yeah. Again, I won't spoil anything, but, like, there's a mo- there's a segment of a game where you can have team-ups with him, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. That would have been great. <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, there's so much I would like to spoil about this game as well, too. But, like, I th- I feel like it's the 
it's the best version of a certain character that I think we've ever seen in a video game or like outside, media outside of the comics. Outside of the comics, yes. Yeah, I think on the, I think, even if even if I do think for some stuff in the back half is a bit long in the tooth, uh, I will admit that one particular segment had me clapping and laughing like an idiot. Yeah. I was so happy during it. It's just <laughs> it yeah. was so satisfying. And to that's just, the thing. To just play as that character for a bit. And it's then a, the stuff with, with Craven. Yeah. Yeah, really absolutely. Good. Really like, good. Yeah. And then what a also, good villain pick. There's also other characters that have come back from the previous games as well that are incorporated in a way that's really cool. But then also, if you get to the end of that, set up some really fun stuff for future adventures. Um, like, and then, like, the main narrative itself, setting itself up for. It is one of, like, it really feels like a, like, um, Empire Strikes Back. Like, it is like, it is a middle move, a middle movie, basically, because I feel like this is going to be a trilogy. Because, like, Miles. Oh, is, yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely going to be a trilogy. I don't want to downplay Miles. It was supposed to be DLC, but it does stand on its own I mean, so fucking well. It as does, well. but I do also, I don't think it's unfair to say that it is sort of referred to as Spider Man 1.5. Yeah, exactly. It's like the bridge game. Yeah, but like, 100%. to save. Can you imagine if we had to do all that? introductory stuff with Miles in Spider-Man 2 as well. Yeah. Like, I think it was a great idea to give Miles his own mm-hmm. game, his own time to shine. Yeah. And also, like, launch for PS5 of it was pretty cool. Yeah. And then you can bring him in in Spider-Man 2 and it's just like, hey, here's Miles. He's exactly. up to speed Spider-Man. Here we go. Exactly. Because, like, again, we don't... And plus, if you want... If, like, what a good reason to just have more Spider-Man. <laughs> 100%. Especially if Insomniac's making it, like... Yeah, yeah and if absolutely. Especially if we're never going to get Sunset Overdrive again, like, you know, I'll take, I'll take more Spider-Man. Like, like that's... You know, I think you have to accept that Sunset Overdrive is gone. I know. Now that Sony owns Insomniac, that's it. But then I'm also like, oh, well, they get to make Spider-Man games now. That's and Wolverine games. And Wolverine games. Like, also another character that I really fucking like. But Spider-Man, it, like, I love Spider-Man so much. I love... And it's not even from comic books. Like, I, I'm not a comic book reader. Yeah, no, me it's, it's from It's from the Sam Raimi movies. As, as maybe not a well-aged... Aged well as they probably. Spider-Man Two is still good. It's still good, but it's yeah. I I yeah, I have some issues with it, but it's still great, and I love it Could for it nostalgia work? reasons as well. And we're not going to get into Spider-Man no, movie discussions, it. but don't forget about the Garfield ones. <laughs> I quite like them. I think they're good movies. I think they're interesting, and that they have a different spin on things. I think I Garfield like is good as Spider-Man. Yeah. I look, look. I this is not a Spider-Man movie discussion. I could, yeah. Talk I would a lot say. More about it, I would say the surprising place where you could probably pull up issues is the Tom Holland ones. Anyway, moving on. No, I like them too. Iron Boy. Like them too. Nope. I like them too for that reason because Iron Man's also another character I love. Anyway, Spider-Man. <laughs> I love Spider-Man so much, and like on top of that, like I get beyond the Spider-Verse. Some point soon, let it cook. Treat your workers Treat right. Treat your workers right, and let it cook. I don't care how long it takes, as long as it's really good, it, it can take a gazillion years, just as long as the people who are making it are treated right. Yeah, slash Enron. Um, yeah, I, I love Spider-Man so much, so this game was always going to be in my list. It had to be, because... Um, not because I was like, oh, I have to put this in there, because I was like, I know it's going to be in yeah, there. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's, so, that's what we listed for. It was just the, the interesting flip that I decided at the last minute to be like, actually, no, I think Hi-Fi Rush sits a little bit higher for me because it's something original and something different as well. But 
Whereas you could make level the argument that Spider Man Two is just—it's more of the that's, more of the same stuff. I mean, but that's, that's good. That's pretty much what I level against it, and it's the only reason why it didn't really make my cut. Yeah, like it's still a very good game. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to it, I was just like, "Look, it was fun, but it really was just like, hey, you like Spider Man? Look, it's two Spider Man. Yep. There you go. I'm like, oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was a fun adventure. Yeah, and but, I, um, yeah. I've kept my copy because anticipating DLC. But like, once I hit credits, I did like an hour or so of mop-up for the Platinum, and I was like, I am good. I mean... I am full. I mean, so did I. But I still think, like, I just... It does so much fun stuff, and I just... I, again, much in the similar vein of, like, Hi-Fi Rush, I, there are so many points in that game where I was just, like, grinning like a big dumb idiot because it was just so much fun. It was doing cool shit with characters that I really liked. Uh, and one, one glaring part, like, speaking of setting up things, like... This, it should have been so glaringly obvious to me, but like it wasn't, and yeah. I just went. <gasps> I, mean, I didn't. What really, happened? I didn't really pick up on it until the last mission, but I was like, oh, I see what you're doing here. It was literally like when it happened, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm an idiot! Holy shit, this is cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Marvel Spider-Man. I cannot, cannot fucking wait to see what that goddamn Wolverine game like looks like, and I hope it's. Buck wild. I hope it, it will be. I hope it's like balls to the wall. Like, I hope it's that fucking X Men Origins Wolverine game, but by Insomniac. Like, that's what t- I want. If you take that, yeah, because that that X Men Origins Wolverine game, better than a movie. By oh the god, yeah, was so much fun to play. It's, it was just, it was like, fucking graphic. All, all <laughs> to think about, right, is if they can just take the combat that's as good as it is in Spider Man and just chuck some claws in, mm. it's gonna be a good time. Oh man, I can't yeah. wait. Oh boy, yeah. We got We have to wait. But yeah, I'm, we have to wait. Um, I think we're at our top two now. I think we're at our top two. So yeah. Tears of the Kingdom, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, I don't really know what more needs to be said about this game. Well, because here's the thing: we did a big, we did, we've done we were, casting we stuff on, with it. So was it a story mode? It was like the last, one of the last story mode episodes, wasn't it? And I think we did one on ours as well. I think we did a couple of episodes. I've talked about it a lot, we've but I mean, it's still like it's just it's ridiculous. Nintendo, like Breath of the Wild. Like when I was writing it, my thing, I was just like, I was having, I was replaying in my mind that Nintendo revealed Breath of the Wild, and I was like, open world Zelda, okay, I don't know how I feel about that. Then I played it, and I was like, wow, this has changed what I expect from open world games forever. Mm-hmm. This is what I want them to be. Just Nintendo just came in and were like, yeah, so we thought we'd make our first open world game. Oh yeah, what do you think you would you would do with it? I thought we'd redefine the genre. Oh, yeah, we, oh okay. We cool. <laughs> we like yeah, we just sort of like make the new normal. Yeah. And we just like, You know, just as you do. We just sort of like make it pretty much perfect. Yeah. Like, aside a few things here and there, but yeah. like you could take or leave that. But we'll just make perfection for you in yeah. a genre that we've never done before. So yeah, cool. It's so, like even as as excited as I was for Tears of the Kingdom, and I was. The, heart, the build-up was ridiculous. Nintendo was, like, very sparing with their information. Best marketing campaign for that game, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm sa- like, saving it all till the last two months. Fumble, yeah, I was going to say, fumbled a little bit at the end. We're just like, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, chill out, chill out. But <laughs> but no, that's the thing. Like, I remember when they, that I think it was the, when they first started talking about the mechanics, like the, the, yeah. the new abilities you had, the Iron Uma video, and I was like, that was cool, but I'm not feeling, my hype's not really bubbling. Yeah. But then there was that trailer that I wasn't going to watch, and I watched it, and I was like, shit. Yeah. 
I'm in. <laughs> that fucking saxophone kicks in. You're yes. like, God damn the it. soundtrack, incredible. Holy shit. I, I know there are Zelda fans out there who don't like some of the stuff where this is a sequel to Breath of the Wild, and that's fine. I get it. Like, there are definitely glaring things where they're just like, don't acknowledge things that happen in the Breath of the Wild. Like, they're just like, ah, we'll just hand wave away that like all the Sheikah tech is gone. Like, all the Guardians and all that. Don't worry about it. Personally, it didn't bother me too much, but I get it if it did. But for all my the things I love about this game, that last hour... Holy shit. That last hour is like number two of the year on its own. Outside of like the rest of the stuff that came out this year. Like that last hour is incredible. It is just one of the fucking most amazing pieces of video game that I've ever played in my just life. So and much, it just, yeah, just a great combination to this adventure. And like, it does sound like this is the end of this take on Hyrule. Like basically what Anum is saying, the Zelda team has moved on and they're building a new Zelda game from the ground up. Not a Breath of the Wild sequel or a Tears sequel. That's not to say, like, they are maintaining, I think, that this style of open world Zelda will be the direction, mm-hmm. but we're heading probably to a new version of Hyrule, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's another thing I want to bring up about Tears of the Kingdom, was a, a big point that you could probably have marked against it heading into it was just like, well, I mean, it's probably going to be cool, but it's, it's the same Hyrule. There's some Sky Islands. Like, what else is there? And I was just like, initially, I was like, yeah, that's fair. Like, it's just Hyrule. I've already been here, and there's Sky Islands. What else is there? But even without talking about the depths, which I know is, I feel like opinions are split on them because yeah, they're not exactly new. It's just like the map inverted. It's they fucking <laughs> from software. Then. They did. They they, they fucking did. Elden Ringed it. Like, because I love that you said that. Like, uh, Nintendo sort of like made like the new norm for open world games. And then Elden Ring was like, oh yeah. Elden Ring did that. And then it's like, Nintendo's just like, well, fucking check this shit out. We're going to do it too. Like, just Nintendo and From Software just going at it. Punching on about open world games. It's so good. Love it. Yeah. But like, I ended up loving this Hyrule all over again. Like, Mm -hmm. discovering the changes and the new things and exploring the depths. I was oddly addicted to filling out the depths. Because I guess it was a new area. And it was just such a cool environment to explore. It was cool, but it was like pitch black and mm-hmm. sort of relied on you lighting the way and like having to track down the roots, which again, when I had that moment when I realized there were just like the under the bottoms of the shrines and it was their names like in reverse, yeah. I was like, this is fucking brilliant. It, <laughs> Maybe I'm a simple man, but that just blew my mind and I was just so happy. It's just like, it's that dumb shit that like just makes it, like makes you grin like a big dumb idiot like mm. we just go oh this is so much fun like i love this shit yeah um yeah and then like on top of that all the like the main narrative is really good yeah again that's like it's i know there are people who have issues with it but i had fun with it i really enjoyed it and i loved it and it was just like <laughs> fucking super anime like, yeah and I'm, i do it i mean i know i think they found a better way of doing the story has already happened flashbacks yeah and again, I don't want to spoil anything. The game's been out for like six months. But fucking I, pays off, I still baby. don't want to give it away. But yeah. like the story, the quest tied to the, the tears. It's... Man, like when I... It it took a while for the penny to drop. Mm-hmm. But when it does, it's just like... Oh my God, fuck. God. I, love, I love this game. It's so good. Yeah. But it's... then on top of that, you've got all these fucking... Part of the reason why it's so much fun is because there's all these other side adventures and they're really good this time around so good like fucking 
potential princess sightings. Yeah. With old mate, is it Pen? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Like, Although, like, Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. Where's Cass? Where is he? There's no DLC for Tears of the Kingdom. Where's Cass? <sighs> anyway. That, I'm still bitter. I'm, that yeah. is as one thing I'm bitter about. Where is my boy? It's all right. But we, we got the band. We had to get the band back together again. That was we fun. did get the band. That and was it, pretty good. That like, like, was the, a great quest as well. The new toys they gave players. Yeah. Led to what was a good, solid, like, month or two of just realising how depraved and evil some people are. Yep. But damn if I didn't laugh at some of the ways that these little Koroks were tortured. Oh, yeah. But, again, being able to build stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not... I wouldn't say when it comes to games like this, I'm like, like nuts and bolts, Banjo Kazooie, which, which is funny because, like, this game is really good. And I there was plenty of memes of, like, Rare with nuts and bolts being like, Really? Yeah. So you're, what, you like this now? <laughs> you like making vehicles? Oh, fucking Nintendo does it, and they have people fucking like it. Well, we do it, and everyone will get raked over the coals yeah. for it. And yeah. you all hate it. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, being able to build stuff was just fun, and I found myself building a lot more than I thought I would. Obviously not to the level that some of the people on the internet created, because, st- like, there was, ridi- like, mechs and, like, sailboats and, like, planes and a giant robot with a flamethrower for a penis. Like, yep. Yep. Insane. I think, I think in my write up that I had written for this, I, I, I wrote about like Nintendo were clearly paying attention to what people were doing with breath of the wild and the mechanics that they gave in that. Yeah. And they were like, cool. Well, let's just give people a toolbox to fucking do that. And then watch for speed run for tears of the kingdom as well. It's also very good. That, yeah. Um, that one I will watch. Um, yeah. But like just giving him a, a toolbox of fun things for them to specifically break the game, like because it is like part of part of that, like the gameplay of that game is letting people, like everyone, break the game, like the fucking going up through the roof thing. That's that feels yes, like a fucking rem- game exploit. It really, defi- well, definitely, yeah. like it's funny because ascend. I remember yes, ascend, sorry, ascend, sorry, being the power, but I was just like, what? And then when I played the game, I, there was countless moments right how do i get out of this one? oh she's a send yep yep ah oh, awesome <laughs> it's fucking escape rope like yeah exactly it's, it's so good and it's great because like the game does have that increased depth to like the depths mm-hmm. and even just caves and wells being all through across hyrule it was great to like have that satisfaction of exploring them and getting your rewards doing a shrine finding a cool sword or something and just be like i'm out yeah, I'm not walking back out this way. Yep, I'm just going up. Yep, I'm just... and then sometimes you would pop up and you're like, "Where am I now?" And yeah, you're like exactly. in this other secret area, or and like there's yeah. more chests or enemies, and just, yeah, just oh, it's rewards like were, upon rewards. Like, it, it, like quests were actually like the the, the puzzle was using a yeah, send like that. Yeah. Was, yeah, there was some such cool shit with that. So like, yeah, giving giving players a toolbox of stuff to break their game was just like it was a masterstroke. Like <laughs> Yeah, and like kind of cool Nintendo to do it as well. Because yeah. Nintendo I, I mean we're heading like with the Switch, Nintendo's been getting a lot more open, but mm-hmm. their games generally are pretty stringent. Mm-hmm. And like when they get broken open it's cool. But with I mean we saw it with Mario Odyssey being more like free form exploration, the two Zelda games Dare I say it, even though it was a bit of a disappointment, the Pokemon game, like Skull and Violet. Yeah. Just embracing this more open-ended design where it's like, yeah, fuck it, just go do what you want, man. <laughs> yeah. Have some fun. Make some memories. It's like, do, do, do the things in the game that, like, I guess you could probably 
not that I've played it. Not that I've played it, but you could level this at Starfield. It's like it's like the thing yeah. in the game that you want to do, go Just and do go that, and, do and you can still have a, a fucking wild adventure. Like, like it's if you if you're brave in Tears of the Kingdom, you can go straight to Ganon. Yeah, you can just go and fight Ganon and yeah. be like, you'll. Ha- it might be rough. The mm. speed run I watched was pretty crazy. They yeah. had to use glitches to do it, obviously, but it's possible. Just like in Breath of the Wild, the original, where you <laughs> speedrunners would like ride a boulder to the oh, yeah. to the castle and just go in and fight him. You can do that here. Also, probably as good a point as any is like shout out to um, Dialogue Options Person of the Year 2023, Jesse, for actually. Yes, I was going to say Jesse, <laughs> the true hero of Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom, hell. for just sticking out his raw deal in that final <laughs> encounter just, yeah. and succeeding did not, emerging triumphant did not take no for an answer that was very 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 impressive um, also just yeah a lot of the reason why Tears made me so fucking happy was it's little things just injecting more Zelda back into it because Breath of the Wild was really good but there was a lot of areas where I'm like man this is great but I wouldn't mind a little bit more Zelda. It's, and then yeah. along come Tears of the Kingdom, and like even though they're not fully back in their form, dungeons peaked in. They're still a bit too similar to the Divine Beast. They were still a bit too uniform, but it was still cool. It was better than going to the Divine Beast and you're like, all right, well, this looks just like the last place I was. At least they were, they were themed. Yeah. And special shout out to the one that was on the ground, even though I got lost there. Oh, yeah. But actually having one of the dungeons force you into the depths yep. was a cool touch absolutely uh, music oh the music in the boss fight in the wind temple against Colgera yeah is one of my favorite pieces of music this year even if it is just a really sick rendition of the dragon roost island theme from wind waker and then it's, it's just really good it's really good and then combine that with the shit you do in that fucking boss yeah, fight where you're just like oh this is it's just a ridiculous it's like a really cool set piece fight but i didn't even care it's yeah it's very oh man, it's so cool. It's a really good game. It's I, I I love the idea that Breath of the Wild was about kind of like breaking down Hyrule like literally and figuratively, and like breaking free of the Zelda formula. Exactly, and then Tears of the Kingdom was sort of like the rebuilding because it is all about rebuilding and uh, after a crisis because. You see that when you're walking around, you, you go and visit the areas I that still, you wanted to go to. Like, I still worry about Addison, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Holding yeah. up those signs, I'm like... Oh, look, yeah, man, you, you need to question your loyalty, dude. Like, just... I think he under, he loves you. It's fine. I mean, um, I'm loyal to that dude, too. I stuck him on my shield for 100%. a long time. And it's a, <laughs> especially... I mean, it's not, it's not news. It's not a revelation. But if you haven't done it yet, definitely stick that cut out. Oh, what's his name? It... Oh, it's something sun because it's it is it's yeah. one of the, it's but it's the main one is it just hudson i think it's hudson yeah you're right i'm pretty sure it's hudson it's I've, surely i've got to know but oh here we go yeah hudson. it is, it yeah, is yeah, hudson. Yep. Stick, it's again not it's not new information it wasn't worth me looking that up to say this but it still made me laugh go get a cut out of him stick on the shield and go surprise his wife with it it's funny yep um uh, yeah really is um yeah so that quest with their daughter and the balloon was really good it just the ball was dropped slightly on the other end of the quest yeah yeah um yeah but yeah so it's all about like this was all about rebuilding because you can see hyrule being rebuilt from and like you said about like people complaining about like where's all the guardian tech and all that sort of stuff i was like People were out there breaking that down and selling it, and the, the, you can find pieces of that around. But then there's other stuff as well, like... I don't want to go into the negatives too much, but, like... I know. Like, 
I've seen some people complaining about how it's just like it's the imprisoning war again and all that sort of stuff. There's a lot of things where it's like not a new Zelda story. I'm like, yeah, I, I get it, but it was fun. It's, and, yeah. I, and I kind of needed it after Breath of the Wild being light on the Zelda. And also just like, I, man, Calamity Ganon, and I, as an idea, cool. But as the execution was in the entire game, yep. didn't land for me. Mm-hmm. Amazing how much that changed when it's just like, hey, look, it's Ganondorf. I'm like, yep. yes. Fucking yes. <laughs> and what a design. And what a performance <sighs> by Matt Mercer. Wish there'd been more of him. Yeah. But it's fine. What we got was good. I think it was, yeah, it was used sparingly, but like every time that he would pop up, it was fucking, oh, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Let's... Every, every one of those memories that he was in, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Um, God damn it. But like still, after all this praise, <laughs> after all this, like talking about like they've improved on perfection and made like, it, it... along comes Remedy. Remedy... <laughs> I here's how it went for me I played Tears of the Kingdom and was like fuck this is my yep. game of the year good luck anyone I play Baldur's Gate 3 there might be a competition here <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 is really really good I play Alan Wake 2 there is no competition because Alan Wake 2 was my game of the year and it was your game of the year it was yeah um, Remedy have done it again I, I, would, I just want to Again, the start of my my write-up for this was, like, if you'd have told me, like, two years ago, like, hey, a couple of years' time, your game of the year is going to be a survival horror game, I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. But then if you'd said, well, it's made by Remedy, I'd be like, well, okay, right, hang well, on. Listening. Okay, if anyone's going to get me to play a fucking survival horror game, it's, it's going to be Remedy. And I'll, I'll let you know, I know that Resident Evil 4 is technically... A little bit more on the action side of things. I played two survival horror games last year, Karen. Are you proud of me? I am proud of you. Did and you I... touch the Dead Space remake? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm going to get to that. That's in my honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to get to that because it's, it's on I Game Pass I've, now. So. I've still got my copy as well for PS5. Oh, nice. Because I want to go back to it at some point as well. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it started my ride off started with like, again, it's for, it's for Age of Story. It's been said a billion times, but like 13 years ago, Sam Lake had to upload a video saying... Unfortunately, they couldn't secure funding for a sequel to Alan Wake. It's clear disappointment in his face. Yeah. Now, 13 years later, it's Game of the Year for us. Uh, massively blowing up at all these award shows. Mm-hmm. He gets to go on stage at the Keeleys and do his ridiculous dance scene <sighs> from one of the highlights of the year across any game. Highlights of... <laughs> of games. Of games that I've... Like, of my gaming... I said that the the ending of Tears of the Kingdom was one of my favourite moments of video games of all time. That's why it was still for num- number two for me, because it has to contend with We Sing as and a I chapter. Said, I said one of, yeah, <laughs> because We Sing, my God, Kyrie, I remember you just, before I bought this game and played it, because I was like going, oh, I really want to play it. I'm like, I don't know if I can pull myself out of the line though for like the survival horror shit. I'm like, how can I, and then one day, I think it was after the Game Awards, it was literally as I was watching the Game Awards, at, like on the stream later on, I was like halfway through the game boards and I was like, "How much is Alan Wake 2? And I'm like, uh, "Fuck it!" I'm like dipped into the savings. I'm like, "I'm buying it for myself." Do it for Sam. Do it for Sam, and I did it, and then just fucking it consumed me. Yep. Um. Yep. I. Yeah. I. It. It was all I lived for like a solid two or three weeks. Yeah. I played it all the way through, and was just. 
utterly satisfied and then like a week or two later the final draft dlc dropped so i did it again to get the sec the the, the complete true ending for which, the game which i will i will, is, yeah. I will preface here that i have not done yet but i am honestly going when to you do. when you do it you're just gonna like it more so exactly it's, yeah <laughs> like, like it's just come on and again i'm, I'm saving that that now because i was like oh i don't know if i can bring myself to go like not bring myself like it was like it was a chore or something i was like oh i i'm the type of dumb person i was like i need something i need to do something else i need to do something new well like um, we're also heading into a new year full of new games so it's it is exactly. i can understand like i was lucky that it was in a dead period for me and i was like yep. well i just finished alan wake 2 Oh, this new content. Let's do it again. Yeah, like, <laughs> again. Yeah, and then you also got to have me on the other end, just being like experiencing the original part yes. of it for the first time, just being like, "What the fuck!" Like, because yeah. uh, I, 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 we haven't had a real chance to talk about this on the show, and we're not and gonna, it's, we're, we're going to tiptoe around spoilers. But yeah. I mentioned it earlier when we're talking about fuck. What was it? One of the games we we're talking about, and oh, Baldur's Gate. Yeah, about how like. And even Hi-Fi Rush, about how everything in the game is there to yep. uplift, like, the, the fucking game itself. Yeah. Everything in Alan Wake 2 is there for the story. And yeah. it's all the better for it. The music, the, the literal mechanics of, like, um, Saga and Alan, like, using the mind place and the writer's room just to elevate the story. The way that the, the game has the chapters... It's just everything about it, the manuscripts, the, the oh, it's just it all just slots together perfectly, and just makes one of the best games I've ever played. It is it is literally that fucking Charlie from Always Sunny. Yeah, we like get it. the bridge string out because yeah. it's all connected. Which is funny because one of the fucking gameplay mechanics of this game is that is the, like, is the theory is like yeah, you actually Saga Anderson's mind place again without giving anything away. Saga Anderson's mind place ultimately plays out one of the things I love most about this game. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not going to give anything away because I still think this game's pretty fresh. But it has such a good moment in like the 11th hour that completely like flips what you expect. And you just, and yeah, it was just so well done. Sam Lake and the team pulled it off perfectly. And I was so happy. But again, to flipping it over to Alan's writer's room, I think that was just a great idea, a great way, because like they talk, they always talk about how Alan like, you know, uses he's like projecting himself out of a writer's room using the typewriters and like writing like the story and changing the world. It was cool to have that power mm-hmm. and to like go around the, the area, like the locations, and get the clues from Alex Casey and piece them together. And yeah, made for some spectacular set pieces. Oh yeah, in the subway, in the hotel, the in the cinema, hotel. like. The- oh man it just this this game is so good it has an entire 20 minute short film baked into it and i fucking watched every single second of that goddamn thing i wanted to be able to take a seat i was was about to say the same thing i was like where's the fucking sit down context get get me some popcorn god damn it because guess what it's almost certainly plot relevant (laughs) oh yeah not only to this game but to other games. I was going to say, the end of my write-up <laughs> is literally just like, Alan Wake 2 succeeds not only as a sequel to Alan Wake, but also as a sequel to Control, and just a, a, a peek behind the curtain and whether Remedy Vs is heading, especially if you play Final Draft. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I want to get to that. I, I'm, I'm, I, I want to do not, it, but I'm, I'm just, not trying to guilt you into it. I'm I saying need to that do like, it. it. The way it moves parts of the story forward, it's starting to like paint a clearer picture. One that maybe could be worth being very scared of. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, yeah, I, I, okay, first of all, 
I, I, I know I've brought this up with you, like, off air and things like that, but I played all of this game pretty much. I'm proud of you. With, with headphones. headphones on. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I played the arguably the scariest part of this game with headphones on because I had no fucking choice to do so. And if I wanted to keep playing the game, fucking, I had to play it with headphones. Fucking nursing home. Fucking uh, Valhalla. Mm, oh, God. God yeah. damn it. Um, did you see they actually... I did. Wanted, and I, honestly, it's a good change. Yeah, because I, like, I, I agree. I am fully willing to hear complaint. Like, people who didn't really like the, the flashes. Yeah. I was like, that's fair. But I will say... Even on my new game plus run, I still like nearly fucking threw my controller it's, at that Cynthia part. I'm like, God damn it! I knew you were you were right there. She's the, I walked up to you. I knew what was going to happen. I still just like it got me. She's the fucking worst. I I did it sitting next to you watching you yeah, do it, and yeah, I was like, like oh. fucking god damn it, you bitch! Like, um, yeah. I it just I I it's been a bit of a theme. Just like either the games on my list this year have bought me brought a big dumb smile to my face or have like crept into my mind and live in there rent free now between like hi-fi rush and alan wake 2 those two games just like sam Sam blank and and remedy definitely have me in like a chokehold oh yeah all right well this is where i live now hundred percent see you guys in a couple of years for that uh control like multiplayer game yep yep Yep, and then Control 2. And then Control 2, yep. Yeah. And then Alan, probably Alan Wake 3. three. And, and then the, who else knows what's going to... There's there's lots of symbols on the doors that we've the seen. The Adventures now, of so. Artie. Um, yeah, anyway. And that's... Okay, okay, so we need to also take a moment here because we have to re- we have to reconcile with the fact. And uh, this is what... like This is Remedy's first survival horror game. Yeah. Like, Alan Wake 1 dabbled was like action horror-ish. Horror, action horror adjacent. It's more like a thriller than anything. Definitely thriller. It was like Stephen King it horror. Was, it like, never had a chance to be survival horror because pretty much every next chapter, they'd be like, oh, you lost your flashlights and yeah. your guns. I'm like, all right, well, good thing there's a flashlight here and a gun here. Yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. But in this one, having that consistent inventory that you could, you had to manage uh, limited slots not quite Resident Evil level, but, you know, you could rotate stuff and move things around to sort of, like, slot them in better to yeah. fit more stuff in. Uh, I, on normal, I didn't find supplies too scarce. That doesn't bother me too much, though. I know there are some people who really like their survival horrors to feel like, the, you know, the supplies are scarce. Mm-hmm. Um, and on normal, it didn't really feel like that, but I still was invested enough that it didn't bother me too much. No. Nah. But apart from that, like, the... The fucking, the encounters, <laughs> whether you're playing as Saga and like trying desperately to like pin down those guys who like teleport yep. all over the place oh, and want to split into two and you're and like, and throw fucking axes at you and you're like, piss yeah, off. Where are you? <laughs> God damn it. Or if you're in Alan's world and having to start, you've got your flashlight out and there's like a sea of shadows in front of you and you're like, some of you are probably real. Most of you were probably fake. All the while, all the while you have in your headphones, if you're wake. playing with headphones, wake, Alan, wake. wake. Like, God damn it. It just, yeah. It got to the point where I was just like, I was like, I'm just going to run. I'm just going to run through this crowd. And if someone grabs me, I'm just going to well, deal forget, with that. You can always turn your flashlight off and they can't see you pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I, on my second run, that's sort of how I made my way through the world. I would just, um, I just, I just run. It's just, I just do a run. Again, we briefly mentioned it, but the music, the music, the music, the music, oh. like Remedy teaming up with all these artists to like make 
tracks like specifically fucking, for the game. Like a fucking indie record label. Yeah. He went at, like the, they went to an indie record label and was like, cool, we love all your shit, basically. We, we wanna, want all your artists to come and we've, collaborate. We've played with this idea like with having original songs in our games. We just want to take it to the next level. And they did it. Mm-hmm. Like, the original tracks for this game are incredible. Yep. Polis of the Fall came back as old gods. Three new bangers from them. We, the one and we sing, incredible. The one that happens at Valhalla, mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. And the sea, I know, I know you, this is where you had to sort of switch up your game. Yeah, that, that's fine. But, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad la- about that. That last one, I was grinning like an idiot. Uh, I'm glad I made the yeah, switch. That's fine. I was like, cool. And I'm not upset yeah, no. about that. It wasn't like a, oh, I've, I've had to. I've had to switch to easy mode. I mean, you're like, pretty, you're, it's pretty much the end of the game anyway. It is. I was like, I don't care. I'm I'm not here for... I'm, just, I'm not here for that for the, for the game, minute-to-minute minute gameplay shooting. Like, I'm not here for that. I'm here for the story. Yeah, I'm I, here to see this story. And I loved it purely for how chaotic it was. And oh, I was yeah. just, like, yeah. desperately scrambling around, being like, Casey, threw me some ammo? Oh, God, where yeah. is it? Oh, God, just give me... It was just... I, I was like, I just... Or while the old gods of Asgard... Are, I'm not again, I don't want to give anything else away, but it's a set piece, and it's a hell of a mm-hmm. set piece. And I, I was... I just was like... I, I felt like I was doing the old gods a disservice by... Dying, dying over and over again. So I was like, no. Imagine dying in the ashtray maze. Oh, I did it a couple of times. Oh. Yeah, it didn't feel good. <laughs> didn't feel good. And I was starting to have flashbacks to that. And I was like, nah, dropping the difficulty I'm, down. I'm, I don't care. It. Like, I'm, just gonna... I'm just going to power through. Um, but yeah. And also shout out to Pulse of the Fall as well. Like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but like getting their like first number one record as Old Gods of Asgard. <laughs> as well and like the rock like it was it's, it's honestly it's just gonna serve to like boost them up further because the credit song that they that they do for Alan Wake 2 is very good mm-hmm. and that's as Poets of the Fall which yeah. I don't know if it's a, I don't think it's a new track um, I haven't listened to as much Poets as I should I've, I've actually started to more so now only because I've listened to a lot of Old Gods of Asgard yeah, like I I, would, I was checking I'm like oh what have I most listened to songs so far this year and a lot of them are pretty normal. It's mostly Sleep Token. Yep. But still hanging in there from three listens is the full version of a song from We Sing. Oh, God, it's like, yeah. It's like 10 minutes long. So it's like, yeah, you listen to this song for like 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, yeah, it's three listens. Fucking... Just hanging in there, number seven. Fuck yeah. Herald of Darkness, baby. So good. Um, so good. Um, once you play the game, if you didn't watch it, you have to go and watch the Game Awards performance. It's... Just look at the smile on Sam Lake's face. Just know how happy he is, and it will give you life. It gives me life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I need to pick me up, I just fucking watch that video. Like, yeah. god damn it. And I, also, I, go follow Sam Lake on Instagram. He's great. Just literally every post is him just basically having coffee in different places, in different scenarios. I will with follow, different people. I will follow Sam Lake wherever. Like, he made, He got me to play a fucking legit survival horror game from start to finish. Yes. And also because... I mean, if I had another option, I probably would have taken it. But I played it mostly with headphones on. And Jesus Christ. Like, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to praise on this before we move on to some quick honourable mentions. Yeah. But I praise the gameplay, I praise the soundtrack. I mean, the narrative, it's so hard to really go in on that without giving it away. But it was a roller coaster ride. And just like being able to go through that and just, again, piecing it together the way the characters were. And when you then sort of start seeing the full, it's still a bit blurry, a foolish picture towards then you're like, 
And again, like, I know, I'm sorry, Joel. I know, I know. But then going into final draft. I'm sorry, Kyron, that I haven't done it yet. I really am. And like, then getting to that, like, picking up a couple of new bits and pieces along the way. Getting to that, that full, like, true ending. It's just like, it makes you excited for the future. It makes you scared for the future. Like, the, the, where Remedy are going with this is exciting. And I, I say for someone who's like, look, we've had shared universes in the past, right? Yeah. Like we we live we lived through the I'm gonna say lived through the era because it feels like it's sort of like yeah of <laughs> yeah. the MCU just like I know. sprawling interconnected stories and it was great but I don't know if the games really pulled it off no not like not like Remedy is sort of doing it here no. and I mean the, the obvious reason is because even though the nods and the and the and stuff are cool the base product is strong like I loved Alan Wake too. And when I picked up on control stuff as well, it was like, ooh, that's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> that's next. I I, I, like, I also wanted to shout out the fact that, like, to see them, how they've... They've really, like, like tried to improve themselves, like, game to game, where they've tried to take concepts. Like, you go back to Quantum Break. Like, I've only played a little bit of it, but the, the idea of what they wanted to do in Quantum Break is now coming to fruition in Alan Wake 2, really. Because, like... In that fun... That, well, yeah, I know what you're going to say, but, like, even, like... Yeah. Even Quantum Break is an entire story. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, but, like, that's a whole other... I know, Jesus, I know. kettle of fish. Um, what? But, yeah, like, the, 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 like, mixed media stuff that they're doing mm. here, just, it works so well. This is the best version of that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And what's funny is, like, I think it was in the Giant Bomb... One of the Giant Bomb at Nights, where they were actually talking about... The main reason was, is because they were, talk, they were looking at the limitations of what they could technically budget and they're like we want to have all of these you know cutscenes. yeah but that's a lot of work to like animate voice act do all the stuff this is doing this live action exactly and then taking that idea and go okay how can we make the live action stuff work in the world and they just the way they do it is so good i'm not gonna I lie s- <laughs> i'm not gonna lie there were parts where i was like watch it, it would switch from game to cutscene, like, uh-huh. to, to, to live action and i would not realize it a lot of the it times when it happened felt, in alan's story it was just it, I it was, was like, very hey, well done hang on hang on is this and then like you'd see something and you'd go no that's too good like that has to okay we're in live action now um yeah it's just an incredible game <sighs> it ran away like it sprint like as soon as i finished it hit credits the game was it was gone it was like out the door it's like oh i've got you now i'm like you do like this i don't know if anything no matter how much i reconsider my time with tears of the kingdom or Baldur's gate or even like dredge or resident evil like alan wake 2 got me it and it never let go it got me and it shouldn't have got me it was <laughs> remedy that got me through sam lake got me through it and god and like just think it made me think back and go man i've i think quantum breaks the only remedy game that i haven't played so funny because this made me go back and start because I also would never play Quantum Break. So yeah. I fired up, I dusted off my Xbox, yep. made sure I was still sub to Game Pass. I was. So yep. you're welcome to vote like, <laughs> like free 12 months of money on Xbox. <laughs> um, and installed it and started playing it. And it was just like, it's. You can tell that mm-hmm. throughout, ever since Alan Wake 1, that Remedy and Sam Lake, they've had this idea, this clear image of like this story they want to tell. In one of the in the opening sequence on a blackboard is essentially the plot of Alan Wake Two. Not not directly wild. spelled out, but like an idea board of all these lines. You're like, yeah, that's a plot. That's in the that's in there too. This is Alan Wake Two. 
back wild. in like 2015 on a blackboard and, and quantum break. And it's funny because I, I think when I played that intro, I, I've looked at that. I, when you mentioned that, I've looked at that whiteboard. And I'm like, oh, that didn't make any sense. But like, yeah. Yeah. But now if you go back and look at it, you're like, shit, it was all there. Like, if this is this is all here. Like, the, 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 yeah, I don't really know what to say besides. I'm just really, it's really weird to feel this happy for Sam Lake. And yeah. Memory, but like, the game is so good. Everyone's loving it. It also helps that he seemed, genuinely seems like a fucking amazing person. He does. He's like a great. lovely person. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, I, you, you could argue he's like the David Lynch of video games, but I think that's probably doing him a disservice in a way. I yeah, because he's, he's not just for David Lynch. He's like, not, he's like this Venn diagram of a lot of yeah. different, like, auteurs and oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely. David Lynch, Kojima, there's like a bit of everything sort of just mixed into him to make this brilliant man who is the face of Max Payne. Yeah, yep. And Alex Casey. Yep. And I just, oh, he is Alex Casey. Um, Quite literally. Uh, this game... So, yeah, that's the thing. Like, oh my we, god. We have to wrap up to talk about Honorable Mentions. This is we already do. like a 90-minute podcast pretty we much. Do. But the way... One final thing about this shared right. Remedy verse that I want to say is obviously it's cool. It's like, hey, I want to control breadcrumbs. The way it plays with stuff that isn't even canon to Remedy verse, but like, just like tips the cap to it. Like, there's a lot of Max Payne nods. Oh, yeah. The Quantum Break nods are, like, <laughs> off the charts. It, and no. that's a game that, like, I don't think we're going to get a sequel to ever. No. So I think my, I'm not sure. I think that was made in partnership with Microsoft. Mm. So they probably own that. Um, but I couldn't... I can't help but read into, like, stuff that they're doing by, like, having this same character play Tim Breaker. <laughs> yep. Like, okay. And then, like, notes on his whiteboard being, like, woman with red hair it's like yeah well but like the person who plays Claire um, Jesse in um, it, I think her name is Claire who plays Jesse in Control plays a character in Quantum Break it's just like yeah, it, everything's connected even the stuff that's not directly canon and it's fun it's not annoying and that's the thing it should be on the nose it should be fucking horribly like on the nose but, but just, it's not the just, Tim Breaker thing is just like come on but you're just like oh okay you get roughly said, gosh, when, when you, you have, get away with it this time. When you have realizations of the characters, even like Walden Door, you're like, uh, yeah, the game is great. It's my game of the year, but we should probably take some time. Okay. Yeah, we should. No side to play talk this episode. No, no I no, said we might have been. The Death Stranding 2 trailer was sick. Yeah, it's cool. I can't wait to play it Maybe, in a year. Depending how quiet the week is, we might talk about it next week. Oh, we've got a rebirth demo no. probably next next week, and I've got a I've got a Silent Hill demo to play. We've so, also got Persona Three Reload. Yeah, we do. Like, so it's not happening. Yeah, it's true. So, sorry. Yeah, go watch that fucking nine minute trailer. It's awesome. Uh, but yeah, so honorable mentions. I'm gonna start off with my most obvious one, where if I was willing to bend the rules a bit, it may have just straight up made my list. Metro Primary Mastered. Yeah. Hot damn that that. All they had to do to make Metroid Prime Remastered incredible again was just, like, give it a fresh coat of paint. Yeah. Because that game still holds up so good. Even some of the backtracky stuff with the um, Trozo artifacts may not hold up as well, but the game itself is stellar. And the work that Retro put into that on Switch, mm-hmm. it looks incredible running on Switch. And it's single-handedly, wild. like, boosted my hype for Prime 4. Like, yeah. If this is how good they can make a game look on Switch, then Prime 4 is... I'm pretty excited. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Um, 
I mean, speaking of the Switch, we might as well keep that train going with the Nintendo yeah. train, uh, Super Mario. We got a new fucking, a brand new TD Mario game this year, and it didn't make either of our top fives. No, That's was, how fucking wild this it year was is. It was there. It was just Resident Evil knocked it out. But Mario well, yeah. Brothers Wonder, like, I, I've got nothing against 2D Marios, but the new Super Mario Brothers games that they've been going with, I haven't really enjoyed them since the first one. I'm it's like, bit, it was getting stale. Yeah, it was very stale. They're neat, I guess, but the ideas were kind of getting a bit old for me. But Wonder comes along, and just from the animations alone, you can see the amount of care and love that's been put into this game. It's it's great, and so, like much like Alan Wake Two and one of the boss fights in Baldur's Gate Three, a lot of uh, not musical, not a musicals in the year, yep. and yep. Hell yes. Fucking... This is about even mentioning then, Stray Gods. And then, yeah, well, exactly. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like Hi-Fi Rush as well. Like, yeah. It's, like, yeah. yeah. Big th- mm-hmm. Two big thumbs up from Gotta me say, for that. Massive, massive thumbs up from me as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just like, what if Mario took acid for an entire game? And we you just, need to finish that game to see the bar, the, the bars and stuff. At the oh, end. no, I finished it. Oh, you have? I haven't oh. told you that. I, oh, yeah. It's so Holy good. shit. That was awesome. They just, they just went for it. It was... That was fucking... Without spoiling it, metal as fuck. Yes. And I love that shit. Um, yeah, so good. Um, I want to shout out Dave the Diver. Yeah. Not, not an indie game, I guess, but he's no, an indie no, game. No, but it not isn't, get, we're but not getting about discussion. Yeah. But the game itself, fucking excellent. Um, it has a great gameplay loop, even if it does, like, fucking onboard you with a whole bunch of shit real fast, real quick at the start of the game. But... Um, yeah, I I really enjoy Day of the Diver, and it's a game that I keep going back to every now and then. I was like, I, I think that's how I'm going to play it yeah. from now on because you can pick it up again and be like, no, I won't get the yeah. idea. It's fine. Yeah, uh, I'll just do two quick ones. Um, sea of Stars, also on my like, mentions. Sabot- sabotage, yeah, sabotage, yeah. baby, awesome. I I often wonder what it would be like if we got a modern day Chrono Trigger, and they answered the question for me with confidence. I will... and gave me one of my favorite characters this year. Mm. Oh fuck! What's it starts with G? What's the? Uh, it's um. Gar. Ga- Ga- yeah. Oh. I'm really bad with names. Garland. Yeah, I want to say Garland, but it's not Garland. Ga- and then I want to say Gale. It's not Gale. No, because Gale's bold as Gale. Yeah, There's exactly. all the G's. It is. Ga- Ga- Gark or something? Gal. Gal. Yeah, I know it was like a... Like I know a, I blanked on his name, but I do truly... He is one of my favourite characters yeah, this year. and fucking what, awesome. Yeah, just... Oh. Um, so, and Sea of Stars, gameplay great, soundtrack incredible, sprite worth gorgeous. Yep. Uh, Sabotage are two for two as, like, bangers for me, personally. Think, like, yeah, and I think they've already said there's DLC coming that's going to, I think, bridge this and Messenger more. Oh, God, I have to go back and finish these stars then. Shit. Okay, because I knew it was, like, shared universe stuff, but I didn't know that they were doing that. Oh, boy. 2024 seems like, and it's, again, it's going to seem like a bit of a slight, but it's um, it, it seems like the year of DLC for really, yeah. really awesome good video games. Sea of will get mysterious and wacky DLC connecting to Metroidvania predecessors of the Messenger. Well, so. I, they, their DLC is always wild because the DLC for the Messenger was just like, what if our characters just have like a beach episode in the middle of the game? And yeah. it's so fucking funny, um, but also really good and it yeah. makes it serves the story as well. So sabotage. Uh, you know, two more quick shout outs and this yeah. might be my last. Mm, yeah, my last two. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of it. I'm going to call six. Oh, Yes. Yep, from software game has to have to nod to it, even though I, don't, I didn't finish it. Neither did I. But, but I did get past the fucking the, the the boss, the skill check boss. So, uh, 
I'm happy I got to the second skill check boss. And yep. I was like, well, I've got a lot of games to play right now. I think I got just past that one. I think so. Jesus, that game is wild. Yeah. Uh, and a game that I was so confident would be here after the one hour demo, but it didn't really stick for landing for me, but I still had a great time with it. Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, right. Good, really good game. I think I wanted more from it, but if nothing else, combat was flashy. The massive fights against the summons was so good, and the soundtrack slapped. Yeah. One of the best soundtracks this year. I um, I fell off that one pretty hard. Um, That's fair. But, like, it wasn't because it was bad. I just I don't think I was in the mood to play it. That's fair. But, you know, yeah, give it where, credit where it's credit's due. Um, I'm sure that I'm, we're going to hit stop record, and I'm going to think of a whole bunch of other honourable mentions, but... Dead Space Remake, very, very good yeah. game. Yep. Can't believe that they, again, not quite to the same level of Resi, but like going back for Ishimura was just like, oh, I'm scared again. Mm, <laughs> Great. Fucking, hey, fuck you, Medical Bay. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. Uh, but I think that is a not only an episode, a Game of the Year episode. It is a game. Bloody, what a year. So bring us home. Well, as always, thank you for listening to the first episode of a year for this week's, for the, for the podcast. I've already flubbed this, but I'm rolling with it. Uh, we do appreciate you lending us your ears so we can just shout in them about games we like. And in particular for this year, like games that we loved from last year, because we, I mean, we leave our game of the year stuff later for any potential catch up so we can get into, uh, cause again, it's, it was a swamped year and we're both busy adults. So Absolutely. Yep. it's just nice to have that extra month to sort of just work through backlogs, maybe get some things we missed. But honestly, my, my list was pretty much set as soon as it was like, it was Christmas. I'm like, I'm good. I've got my five ready. I still like having that month off, but I was ready to go. Uh, I think I was too this year. <laughs> and then I, but yeah, it was other life stuff that got in the way yeah. for me. But. Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to chuck us some support, feel free to reach out to whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Throw us some reviews, some stars, some thumbs up. Share us around. It helps. We do appreciate it. And do the same for Love Letters as well, because uh, Jesse... He's a superstar. Yeah, 2020. Uh, Dialogue Options 2023, Person of the Year. Person of the Year, Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, mostly Twitter. But you can find us on other places if you really want to follow us there or like us there. But we're yeah. mostly on Twitter where we are at Dialogue Options. Uh, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter where I'm at LemonManX. And let's just pull up because I honestly haven't been tweeting much. Apart from just like FF7 stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, honestly, not that interesting anymore because it's what I, it's all I am at this stage. Um, yeah, literally my last week was just retweeting the state of play announcement. But like, I remember being ready this entire state of play to like throw my headphones off if I saw that Square Enix logo. So it was nice to get to the end and for Sony to be like, by the way, next week we're just going to do a whole Final Fantasy VII Rebirth state of play. I was like, cool, I can just skip that and I'm good. And then I'll play the demo that's probably going to drop that night. The only reason I thought that'd be something today was because this was like the 27th anniversary. Well, yesterday was the 27th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII's Japanese release. Oh, okay. So I, that's why I was like, it's going to show up in here in some form. Yeah. But um, yeah, Link. next week. So that's, that's what I've been tweeting about, Joel. Where can I find you? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where I've actually been tweeting a lot. Oh, God. Why? Uh, why? I've, been play- I've been playing Prince of Persia, uh, The Lost Crown. It's fucking great. I'll maybe talk about it next week. We'll see how we go. Um, I also got my new tattoo finished. So that looks pretty sick. Um, but the last thing I was gonna, I, I tweeted about was I basically spent the most amount of money I've spent on a Lego set 
and I had some birthday money left over for my birthday um, and saw it there and it was on sale and I was like, fuck it. So I bought Himeji Castle from Japan. <laughs> nice. um, and it's, I haven't built it yet. I'm saving it until we move into the other big purchase that I've just made, which is probably the biggest purchase I've ever made on anything in my entire life. I mean, that's fair, I um, guess. I, I, I think it's like, without a doubt, um, because we, we've just bought a house. So... Uh, congratulations, yeah. obviously. I wasn't Thank expecting you. you to just say it on the show. But yes, yeah, congrats on Joel McDonald, homeowner. Yeah, homeowner. Uh, it's, it's Much not... like Zoidberg, but better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not... Uh, uh, we're not moved yet, and we're still waiting on a few things, but yeah. It's... yeah but look, the, the hardest step is done, right? Yeah, <laughs> like well, yeah. Well, one, one of the most important steps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, bad step. Yeah, so... Just spend a lot of money. That's, That's what I've been fair. doing. Look, Spending money. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get ready to get away for a weekend, so and spend more money. Yeah, spend more money. Yeah. All right. Well, as well, thank you again for listening, and we'll let our wonderful outro see us out. We'll catch you all next time. Options podcast.